so I see there's a cool challenge going around uh, where people are hashtagging greatest love and who their greatest love is. And uh, baby, you're my greatest love for several reasons. Uh, I think, first of all, you inspire me. Um, the way that you care for others, the way that you make the world a better place, how dedicated you are to being great, uh, truly inspires me. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. It's Andrew here, a.k.a. Mr. Kate Box. What are we on now? Episode number 14? Okay, been a, a mad start to the year, I'm not going to lie. It's been very, very shaky. I don't know about you. And the thing is, it's like, it feels like this year is moving at warp speed, like proper lightning speed. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's a bit mad out here. But anyway, this week we're going to talk about personal branding in 2019. So personal branding in 2019, got a couple of interesting takes on it. I've been thinking about it for a while. And I thought, you know what, eventually I'm going to have to do a podcast on personal branding. As you probably know, I'm a graphic designer. Um, I run the design studio, Kbox Creative. And one of the things that's really helped me build that business is my personal brand. And also the consistency I've had with the design studio on various platforms such as Instagram. And um, yeah, I think I want to share that knowledge with you guys and hopefully help you guys build your personal brand and also give you guys some ideas and some inspiration as to what the benefits are building a strong personal brand. So we're going to talk about that right after the intro. Are you sure you can blame it on social media if Lexington is good for business? Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Right, so we're back on the other side. Shout out to you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. Really appreciate it. And also shout out to everyone that's left iTunes reviews. Keep them coming. Really appreciate it. So far, what we got? 14. So far, I got 14 iTunes reviews. All five-star reviews as well. Really appreciate it. Said that to um, Samira Abigail. Thank you very much for that last review. Just saw that recently. And uh, yeah, if you want to... Do, if you want to leave a review, feel free. At the end of the day, it helps the podcast get found by more people. And uh, it's always nice to have that uh, encouragement coming through. So really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for the support. And also, don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, do that right now. If you're not following on Twitter, follow me at Andrew underscore CBX. And don't forget to use the hashtag as well, uh, RedesignPod all one word so that's redesign pods use the hashtag on twitter if you want to get involved in the conversation if you've got anything you want to add or if you've got anything you want to say if you've got any topic ideas or just whatever also there's the instagram the redesign instagram page so you can follow that at redesign pod and also there's an email address as well what's the email address again redesignpod at mail.com so that's redesignpod at mail.com all right, so let's jump into this week's topic. Actually, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that yet. couple of uh, updates for you. So Instagram, 
Instagram has made some updates this week or was it this month? Uh, some of them were this, was it this week? Some of them were this week, but some of them were kind of like rolled out across the platform uh, between the end of January up until now. So one of them, I have very close sources to confirm this, right? When you look at your Instagram stories, the top five or six people, whoever those people are, are the people that stalk your Instagram page the most. Yeah, so that has been confirmed. So you know that the order in which people's names appear when you look at who's viewed your Instagram stories, that actually does have a meaning. It's not random. Those are the people who engage with your post the most. So for example, if you see anyone in your top five or top 10 who never engages with your posts, they never like, they never comment, they never answer any polls or anything, they're stalking you. They're proper interested in what you're doing but they're just like ghost followers. Speaking of ghost followers, Instagram has removed all inactive accounts. So if I see a drop in your Instagram following, I know for a fact, big man, you bought followers. Okay, maybe not, but some people have actually bought followers and lost those um, and it shows. Uh, won't really get too much into that. But I actually think it's a great thing because the engagement that you get on your Instagram account is depending on the percentage of people who see your posts and the percentage of people who are actually interacting with your posts. Did I actually word that right? Hold on, wait. What I meant to say was the percentage of engagement is calculated by the amount of people who actually engage with your posts, whether that's comments or likes or views on your Instagram stories. So it's a percentage. So it doesn't mean that because someone's got more followers than you, they're going to get more engagement than you. It's a ratio. So let's say, for example, if I have 10 followers and five of my followers engage with my posts, that means my engagement is 50%. So that percentage is going to be just as fair. It's, it's done very fairly. So it's just going to be the same as someone who might have 3 million followers. The percentage works the same. So for example, if someone's got 3 million followers. So for example, if only like 20% of people engage with their posts, then obviously I've got the better engagement. So what that allows me to do, even though that person's got 3 million followers and I might only have like 2000 followers, when it comes to getting on top of the explore page, my post, pound for pound, like for like, or comment for comment, or engagement for engagement, my post will appear higher than theirs on the explore page, if that makes sense. So that's one thing to think about. Um, yeah, so if you've lost followers, that's a great thing because that will that should boost your account, your actual engagement because those people who are not engaging with your posts are actually hurting your engagement and they're actually preventing your posts from being seen. Speaking of that, there's another feature that's just popped up on Instagram. So this is another update. You can actually remove people from following you without blocking them. So I don't know if that's going to be of any use to you. But let's say, for example, you've got inappropriate accounts following you and you don't really want them to be on your page. Um, you can just simply go to your followers. So tap on your followers and then you'll see three gray dots next to the to their name. And you tap those, you tap the three dots and it'll give you the option to remove followers from your page. Uh, what other updates? So the other day I was having this discussion on, on Twitter about um, IGTV and I was saying basically, like no one cares. This is not working. The platform is just, it's just not something people care about. And Instagram have been trying their hardest to find ways to get people to care about IGTV. 
and uh, I had a couple of like online discussions with various people talking about the platform and why it's not working or what could they do better and what they've done now is they've allowed people to have previews of the IGTV videos in the normal Instagram feed so for example you go to someone's Instagram feed where you normally look at their pictures and their posts or whichever and they've got a video now on this video in the actual frame of the video it has the IGTV symbol and it allows you to watch the full video in IGTV so all you literally need to do is tap the video and you can watch the full video in IGTV to be honest with you you know what let's give them a round of applause because that was clever I they actually got me to watch a full IGTV video because before you had to have the IGTV app or go into it or tap on the top of it very very clever hats off to the guys at IGTV or Instagram or whichever they're very uh very persistent Okay, so moving on to this week's topic, personal branding. Let's talk about that for a second. Before I do that, I want to big. I want to give a big shout out to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is holding a lot of corn at the moment for being um, so open, for openly showing love to his wife on social media. A lot of people are saying that he's corny, he's this and that. But we can learn a lot from Russell Wilson. His personal brand is on point let's just look at it from a different perspective i was thinking today he is a model for what you should do for your partner how you should represent them and how you should treat them so i see there's a cool challenge going around uh, where people are hashtagging greatest love and who their greatest love is and uh baby you're my greatest love for several reasons uh, i think first of all you inspire me um the way that you care for others the way that you make the world a better place how dedicated you are to being great uh, truly inspires me. Um, I think second of all, um, the mother that you are, you know, how you take care of our children and how you care for them and go wherever, whenever for them is the most amazing thing ever. You know, I, I think third of all, you make me a better man. Uh, you challenge my faith. You increase my faith. Uh, in the Bible, it says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And I find a good thing in you. And I think finally, you're the sexiest woman on the planet bad to the bone and i'm glad to be your husband and take care of you and provide for you and yes i will fix your wig and yes i will do whatever you say i love you and uh you are my greatest love love you so this guy is vocalizing this online he's championing his wife he's openly supporting her and a lot of women are commending his actions he's getting a lot of praise and basically what he's doing if you think about it from a branding perspective because let's let's first of all break down what branding is branding is basically what people say about you brand is your reputation how you actually make people feel about your products or your service or whatever it is that you do so for example if my personal brand is on point, which I think it is, humble brag, if my personal brand is on point, when someone mentions my name, you should think he's a dope graphic designer, he's great at designing logos, he's great at creating content, and, um, you know, he's good at, I don't know, video or create, or just, he's just an all-round creative. That's what you should think when someone mentions my name. So what Russell Wilson is doing, either consciously or unconsciously, he's presenting himself as a great husband, a great spouse, a great provider, a great guy. That is what he's doing. Okay, so whether unconsciously or consciously, 
what he's putting online, the energy that he's putting online is actually going to help him, whether he's married to Ciara or not. Think for a second. Imagine, God forbid, because I don't wish anything to happen on anyone's marriage. I hope they stay together till death do them part. Just want to say that. Let's say, for example, he's no longer with Ciara. God forbid. Now, because of what he's done online, the way he's portrayed himself, the way his personal brand is set up, he's set that up, that he, whoever he's with, he's going to love them. He's going to openly shower them with compliments and, you know, be their cheerleader. You know, everyone wants a supportive spouse, right? So what that's going to do is as soon as he's back on the market, if that happens, he's going to have so many women queuing up. They're going to be... So, they, Listen, Russell Wilson, my G. That is what you call a strong personal brand. How do I put it? His CV is his CV is gonna be untouchable. His CV is going to be untouchable. His pipeline is going to be mad if he ever splits up with Ciara. Because everyone wants that. Who wouldn't want that? You know? So that brings me to personal branding in 2019. How can you build your personal brand? Why is it going to be important to you? So the reason why personal branding is going to be important to you in 2019, whether you're a creative, whether you're self-employed, whether you work for somebody or you're trying to move upwards in your career, personal branding is going to help you because there's a lot of competition and we're no longer in a time where your work is going to speak for itself. You're going to have there's so much noise out there there's so much competition online whether you're doing if you're creating content how many other youtube channels are there how many podcasts are there at the moment how many um events are there there's loads and the only way you're really going to set yourself apart is by having a strong personal brand people buy from people they know like and trust and by building a personal brand by setting it up correctly by you know making yourself stand out from everyone else in your industry it's going to be an easier time for you when it comes to selling your services or your products or selling tickets to events or you know selling your music or or selling your books or anything like that your personal brand is what is going to set you apart so yeah let's go back to the beginning so what we're going to do is let's define what a personal brand is so your personal brand is your reputation it is what people say about you it's also your your body of work and it's also a demonstration of your abilities okay so i'll say that again it's your reputation what people say about you your body of work and a demonstration of your abilities for you i don't know what that means for you it really depends on what you do so if you're a creative it might be your photography it might be your music production it might be your podcast it might be copywriting or anything or it could be anything right so how you let people know about your work is completely up to you but in 2019 a lot of it is going to come down to your online presence and your digital footprint so when it comes to your digital footprint we're not just talking about your social media presence what comes up when someone googles you you have the ability to control what show well to some extent what shows up on google when someone googles you so for example if you have a website or a blog that should dominate the search engine especially if you have your own domain with your name in it so for example your name.com 
If you're creating regular content or publishing regular content on that blog or on that website, that should be the number one authority when someone Googles you. You get to dictate the narrative, okay? So if you haven't got a blog or a website or a main hub, it is something that you should seriously consider. Even if you don't post regularly, you should at least at the very minimum have your own website, your own domain, um, at least maybe an about page, a few photos here and there. Because if, for example, you get um, invited to do an interview or a TV talk or something like that, you're going to have to have, you know, professional photos ready. You're going to have to have um, at least an about page or a, a compelling bio that describes who you are what you do and what you're capable of what you're passionate about and what you bring to the table that should be you know at least the bare minimum that you should have so it's no longer just about having a good cv it's about having a good solid digital footprint so moving on to like social media yeah it's more relaxed i mean the barrier of entry is is a lot lower you don't have to pay for any hosting it's completely free obviously with websites you have to pay for hosting you might have to pay for a designer um if you want you know a top-notch website so saying that people don't spend as much time on websites as they once did but it's still an inv a worthwhile investment um from a personal branding standpoint uh so social media you've got the main platforms facebook instagram twitter linkedin um it really depends on what your objective is what type of audience you're trying to reach but one thing i will say is you can't ignore instagram um you you just can't ignore instagram instagram and i would say twitter because of its networking capabilities those two platforms for me those are the main platforms that i use and i think there's a lot of value there in terms of meeting people and actually growing your audience so with instagram i think it's a very instagram is undervalued at the moment although there's a lot of people on there i think people aren't using it to its full capability um i mean it's not just for posting pictures there's so many things you can do with it like for example with the instagram stories you can hashtag them a lot i don't see a lot of people hashtagging them there's things like polls. Those generate a lot of engagement, a hell of a lot of engagement compared to just normal posts. Um, and it, it's a it's a really good conversation starter. So if you're not using Instagram stories, that is something that I would recommend you learn how to do. So maybe look at whoever's in your niche or your industry. Look at who's doing it really well and then try and like copy or replicate what they're doing. But don't completely copy them. Obviously, find your own style. But Look at what really works, what really gets the conversation going and try and implement that into your own strategy as well. Moving on to photos, photos, headshots, all that good stuff. You know, it's really important that you have really good looking professional photos, especially for your headshots. So I would recommend either getting a photographer or a friend who really knows how to take good pictures or you can always get a camera that has a remote feature. I personally take a lot of my own photos. I've had uh, I've had professional photos taken um, before. Shout out to KBD always. Shout out to Tori. And also um, I use the Canon EOS M10, which has a remote function. So I can put the camera on a tripod and use my phone to take some of the pictures. Um, so I, I kind of recommend taking... Knowing your angles is really important, using the right lens and 
composing the photos really well is important. There's a book I actually recommend um, called, uh, what's it called? What's this book called? I got it from Amazon. Yeah, there's a really good book called Capture Your Style by Amy Song. And the subtitle of the book is Transform Your Instagram Photos, Showcase Your Life and Build the Ultimate Platform. So it's a really good book on how to like compose your photos and you can learn all kinds of techniques, different angles and ways to actually tell your story of photos. Really good book. What I'm going to do is put a link in the description where you can go and buy that on Amazon. Um, yeah, that's that's something I would highly recommend. You need to have your photos looking top notch why it's the competition factor you've got to have dope looking pictures at a bare minimum that's just how it is um another thing is you need to kind of like establish your own visual style and have like a consistent set of branding assets so for example if you look up some of my instagram stories i've got the same like i've designed a template which kind of coincides even with the redesign branding and even down to the Kbox creative branding it's all a cohesive set of branding elements that i use across all my platforms so even with my personal website the business website and then even and the social media and the podcast it all kind of like correlates so when people see my post they know exactly who it is just by the style alone and that's something that i think that uh, a lot of people are missing out on so quick plug quick shameless plug if you need help with this feel free to give me a shout i'll leave my email address in the description if you want to get in contact that is what else what else what else um there's a few more things you can do to build your personal brand so i did mention showing what your capabilities are in your your body of work so whether that's a portfolio a showreel um photos of your products photos of your event if you can capture the atmosphere of your event with video and photos that's a very very useful thing to do also another thing that's really overlooked in terms of personal branding is testimonials if you don't have testimonials you are seriously missing out you need to speak to as many of your happy clients or customers as possible and ask them for written testimonials the best ones are video testimonials if you can get them it's just that it can be a little bit you know out of the way for them sometimes but the next best thing is testimonials with a photograph next to it so your customer might say what the experience was working with you the results they got and um when other people see that it's just social proof social proof is a lot more powerful than you speaking on how great you are because anyone can say that they're, they're good at what they do the proof is really in a the results and b verbal confirmation from customers that they don't have any they don't have any interest in you know making you look good they want to make themselves look good at the end of the day. So if they're happy with, if they're genuinely happy with the service that you've provided, they will have no problem in dropping a little te uh, testimonial for you, which you can then share on your website. You should always have a testimonial section on your website or on social media. You should at least try and maybe do a li little photo of your client uh, with a caption of their testimonial, their written testimonial. Something to think about. If you do that, I think um, that will greatly enhance your personal brand and it will make it a lot easier for you to like sell your products and services moving forward. So I've talked about testimonials, demonstrating your uh, what you're actually good at. Another thing is relationships. Yeah, people underestimate the, the power of good relationships with people who are in the know, who are in the loop, 
who are actually what's the word if you've got a good relationship with people that are popping in your industry that will rub off some people see that as a bad thing but i just see that as it's just part of the game if you network with people who are in a good position and you know they're getting a lot of attention at the moment then obviously some of it is going to rub off your way you know, it's the reason why people, when they're doing PR and they've got a project coming out, it's the reason why people jump on as many TV shows as possible, radio interviews. It's all about getting as much publicity as possible. So in 2019, I think one of the most helpful things you can do for yourself is to get on as many relevant podcasts as you can. So if there are any podcasts in your industry or podcasts that that are listened to by people in your target audience, try and appear on as many of those podcasts as possible or YouTube shows, or even if you could guest blog. That's more of a thing that used to happen back in the day, maybe five, six, seven years ago, that was more popular. Um, unless you're writing for a huge publication such as, you know, The Guardian or like a national newspaper or something like Complex or something like that. Other than that, it's really about getting your face featured in as many popular places as possible. And obviously that will help get your personal brand popping. And then when you do that, you can always, um, you should have a place on your website that features all the publications you've been featured on, any podcasts you've been featured on or magazines or TV shows or whichever. You can actually have a section where you say as featured on and then try and get those logos of those um, publications or or YouTube channels or TV channels or whichever. Put those logos on your website. So obviously people can see that you've been busy. It just looks good. You know, the fact that you've been appearing on various, you know, um, channels, it makes you look more important than you are. Now I'm joking. Now, on a serious note, it is beneficial. It just looks more, it just gives you more authority. And that's what people are looking for. It makes you appear more noteworthy. It gives you the, the sense of credibility that, you know what, this person has been considered um, worthy to come on our platform. So if it's good enough for them, then obviously people care about that person. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't they be beneficial to us? Think about it from their perspective. It's all psychology, guys. It's all about how you present yourself. Um, yeah, I think I'm all talked out on this episode. This episode almost never came out because I'm not going to lie, it's been a tough couple of weeks and I've been recording these episodes last minute.com. So <laughs> I'm telling you, the pressure was on. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend, and don't forget, use the hashtag redesignpod if you want to get involved in the conversation. So, yeah, that was it. Episode 14. It's a wrap. We'll be back next week, Monday. Take care and bye for now.